You're listening to The Rundown Podcast with the Midday Warriors. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Rundown Podcast with the Midday Warriors. It's good to have your company. I'm Aiden Fane, joined as well by James Kleeman, Daniel Webb and Zach Standish. Daniel, what's happening, mate? Yeah, mate, you have a bit of a fit over there. What's going on? I can't hack it, boys. Uh, what's up? For those listening at home, um, Aiden is filming today's podcast and he's, uh, he's mate, holding this up is his little... For the, for the TikToks. He's holding on up the his TikTok. little camera. Yeah, he's uh, he's uh, down, downloaded TikTok for the first time today and, yeah, he's, uh, I reckon he's, he, he's, he's going to be obsessed soon. He's, he's loving it with his, with his new kit. I've already, already deleted the app. No, I don't understand don't, what you mate, young don't, kids mate, don't lie. You, have, you have not. You, ha, you haven't. You haven't deleted it. I, d- I don't understand what you young kids are into these days. I, I really don't. Mm. It, James, are you on it? No, no, I'm too old really? for that. Mate, mate. Yeah, <laughs> me and you are the, the old. No, I mean you're older than me. <laughs> yeah, the older boys. It was just. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm not up with it. I, I, I did feel a bit out of touch looking at all these um, videos mate, about. Like, it's, it's good. It's good content. No. <laughs> I don't know about that. But yeah, look, I am actually filming the podcast this week. Daniel, thanks for bringing that up. Uh, so yeah, nice that you're, you know, looking very <laughs> dapper today and <laughs> done your hair. Dressed to impress, mate, as always. <laughs> uh, no, very good. Uh, it's been a pretty big week, um, boys, yes. for yes. the sports desk here at the Shep News. Zach, you've been away. Uh, how was Adelaide? Yeah, mate. Always good. Uh, always nice to be down there, down in uh, down in South Australia. There, it was good, good, good week to see some people. So enjoyed it. What'd you get up to? Oh, went and saw the crows lose. That wasn't too bad. Um, saw, saw some friends. You know how it is. Just pretty, uh, pr- kept it pretty low key. Standard. How was the game? Um, yeah, look, they were competitive. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> they were competitive. Good. They were competitive, mate. <laughs> they were playing against Melbourne, so you can't really expect much. But no, it was good. It was a good, uh, good weekend away, but. At the same time, I'm happy to be back here. You know, coming back to the minus one degree mornings, it was uh, it was quite. Geez, it was. It was pretty fresh. Out. It was pretty fresh this morning on yeah. this Wednesday morning. Yes, of, um, but no, it's, um, no, it's good. Good to be back amongst it with the uh, with the, with, the, with the boys. I'm really enjoying it. Whatever. Yeah, good it? chat there, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> nice to see Daniel's not doing anything. Uh, <laughs> no. um, very good, Zach. Thank you. Yeah, it has been a really big week in sport for us. Last week there was. The big announcement from uh, Marupna that Jackson Trengove, uh, they got their man that, yeah, the former AFL player and former Baruga coach was heading up, uh, sorry, heading to the Cattery. Uh, yeah, it was hot property, Daniel, uh, or, or Jackson. Yeah, he um, was, uh, highly sought after. There was a f- quite a number of clubs. Um, as you would. No. Yeah, as you, oh, I mean, as you would. There's, um, he's, yeah, he's a, a really talented player. So um, when someone like him... Uh, a player of his talent comes up on the market. You're kidding yourself if you're not going to chase him. But yeah, plenty of clubs in the area did. Um, I know that Kyrum uh, tried to land him. Uh, Tat, uh, Shepswans, Shep Bears. I think oh, yeah, Murchison even in the in the KDL even yeah, had a go. That would have been big if you went to the KDL. Imagine that. Kick would have kicked a lot of goals. Corowa, <laughs> um, Rutherglen over in the O and M uh, chased him. That's just a couple that. Um, yeah, I've been seeing on, on Big Footy. Uh, <laughs> you do know I love my Big Absolutely, Footy. Absolutely, yeah, mate. Roman Mill was rough. Yeah, it was. Uh, it certainly was. Um, but, yeah, so the Cattery, uh, the, the Cats, the Cats got their man. Um, and, yeah, I was kind of, uh, I don't know, I, I was out there last week 
uh, on Tuesday night for training. And I was chatting to Bill Dowling, uh, the president over there at the Cats. And anyway, he was just saying, oh, I've got another story for you, Aiden. Um, yeah, I've got one for you, but I can't tell you yet. I just, I can't let you know. And I was like, well, why'd you bring it up? <laughs> like, I don't, like, anyway. He's just trying to keep you, uh, keep, keep on your toes, mate. Just trying to, he just wants you, you know, just always guessing. Yeah, that's it. And um, no, I love that. I love that about Bill. Um, good fella, Bill, if you're listening in. Um, but yeah, so anyway, didn't give me the story. A few minutes later, like maybe five minutes later, we're chatting away and he's asking me where... Uh, if I know where Trenkove's going. And I was like, nah, man, I look up, I'm here in exit, you know, Kai, maybe Korowa, you know, even Merch. And, and he's like, yeah, okay, yeah, right. Yeah, well, I mean, I've heard Kai, like, and he was trying to sell me that Kai was uh, chasing him. And anyway, I'm like, that's such a weird thing to bring up. Like, you know, five minutes after you've told me you've got a, you know, a story you want to tell me, but you can't. And when I left the club, I was like, what's, you know, gee, maybe... Maybe they're chasing Trengove. So he planted the seed pretty much of yeah. what I'm getting at. Um, yeah. And then kind of you know, slept on it. So the next day, I'm in here working late and editing the podcast. Uh, it's like seven o'clock at night. And I got a text from someone telling me uh, if I'd, um, you know, they'd heard that Trengove had landed at a GV club. And I was like, you're joking. I reckon I know the club where he's going. And anyway, that person asked me if I, if I knew which club. And obviously, no, like I didn't, but um, yeah, it kind of put the wheels in motion. And then, yeah, the next day I, um, I was able to find out that he did actually get uh, a clearance out to the cattery. Uh, and that was in the morning. And so I was sitting on that one um, for quite a little bit and I was messaging Bill and I was, you know, ringing him and I'm like, mate, Answer your phone, you know. I've got, the, I, I know the story that you Scoop. want, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that you want to tell me. It, it was weird. It was, it was do, you reckon, do you reckon Bill was, you know, just trying to scout out the competition when he was asking you what, he, what, you, what you'd heard? Is he <laughs> like, oh, who are we, who are we coming up against? <laughs> oh, I don't know, mate. It's not often that we get, you know, some, I guess, breaking, breaking news, news like that. Yeah. Um, it was thrilling, wasn't it? It yeah. was just the whole, the <laughs> you whole sound really thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. You look like I'm bored to death over there. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, the way the whole thing unfolded um, from right from when you sent that first text in the group chat yeah. saying, you know, I reckon I know where train goes going to, yeah. to when we found out where it was actually going and the whole process bef before the club even announced it. Um, the whole thing was proper, like, yeah, transfer deadline day, sort of yeah, what's going it. on. Yeah. Rumor what? Mill. It was just, mirrors. yeah, it was unreal. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad you got that it, scoop, mate. Oh, thanks, mate. Look, I didn't actually get the scoop. And that's, yeah. I don't know. It was just, it was more, it was exhilarating, I should say. Yeah. Uh, something different to what, than what yeah. we normally do, which is writing up match reports and match previews, uh, which are still enjoyable, don't get me wrong. Um, but yeah, no, it was something different, um, which was, yeah. And then there's a, some other news last Thursday, wasn't there, floating around um, off the top of my head? Uh, 1FM and, and the GV released a joint statement, which was a, a pretty interesting one to to have come out at, at, at late on a Thursday afternoon. It was a bit late yeah, on Thursday. Yeah, what would you sort of take on, on all that? Oh, just that it's great that they're, um, I don't know, it's great that they're back uh, talking. Um, yeah, because we've spent all, all season without them, um, yeah, really uh, wanting to engage with each other. But, yeah, I, I, th I can only see positives um, out of it for not only 1FM and, and not only the league, but also... Uh, yeah, 
footy followers in, in the GV. So, no, I, I think it's a good development and hopefully they can work out their differences and Fantastic. and work things out and, yeah, get uh, GV footy back on, on the airwaves. That's what um, everyone wants. So, yeah. no, it'll be very, very good. And, yeah, it's good to see them going in the right direction. That's it, mate. Um, yeah. And last week was mm. uh, what else caught our eye, boys? I know that's uh, normally a, a staple that we dive into. Um, Ethan Baxter caught my eye last week, actually. Um, the young bloke, uh, he's, I think he played for Central Parks and Brendan's um, Shep Bears as well. He, he went up in the AFL draft in in twenty twenty. Put his hat in for that. Yeah, he's um, a really talented um, defender, young Ethan. So. Yeah, and, and he's gone gone off to California, the uh, University of California, Berkeley, to, to, to try his hand at punting um, in, in college football, which is, you know, not something someone from Shep does every day. So mm. that definitely caught my eye. Yeah, no, fantastic. Uh, all the best for um, young Ethan uh, over there in the States. So uh, if you're tuning in, Ethan, um, yep, good luck, mate. Congratulations, yeah. mate. Yeah, we should Zach, hopefully we'll be seeing you in the NFL. Well, mate, something that um, you know, do with the, with, the, with the boys here on the sports desk. Uh, three of us have uh, entered the, Mel- the Melbourne Marathon. That's oh, a oh, yes, you so yeah. have to pump up his own tyres. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm pumping up your tyres as well. S- signed your death wish, boys. That's it. Uh, $150 down the drain, but no, it's all right. Um, <laughs> Come on, man. It goes no. to charity, doesn't it? I don't think it does, does it? Uh, doesn't it go to charity? Think so you got to raise oh, your own fun- That's the fun yeah, yeah, you have to... You have to raise your own, your own money for charity. Mm. So, oh, I'm sh- I'll throw in a couple of dollars. How's that sound? That sounds good. Thanks, yeah, it's um, yeah. So the boys will uh, will be will be training away, and yeah, we'll uh, we'll have to yeah. So the boys, it. it's James, Daniel, and Zach. Not me. I'm yeah. not involved in this. I could think of Full nothing explain. worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thirteen week countdown. The Thirteen week um, countdown started. On. Yeah. So, so yeah, tune in every week, so and we'll give you a bit of an update. Maybe it could be a new <laughs> segment. I don't know. <laughs> See how we be. go. <laughs> Let us know. Yeah, the that's comment. what. Yeah, that's what. Uh, that's what caught my eye. Just yeah, the the boys. Um, the boys entering the marathon because it know, could it could be all four of us. Um, yeah, it's not too late for Aiden. So if, um, yeah, if tuning in, reach out and. Well, unfortunately, I won't be. I'll probably be in a nightclub in Berlin that time of the year, mate. I'll be overseas. We'll be both pushing our bodies to the limit. We'll FaceTime you. Absolutely. FaceTime you at the finish. No doubt it, it'll... What time's the race? 7 a.m. Yeah, it'll probably be... I'm not sure what the time zone's like uh, but at right now for, for, for Berlin, but... Could yeah, like eight, 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 eight o'clock uh, yeah. in the morning. It, yeah, you still be, be you, still, you still be in the club, mate, probably. Be, That's yeah. it, in Bergelein. Uh, um, <laughs> James, have you got anything? I do, actually, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, that was a big weekend for me, um, but a bigger weekend for the Benalla Saints. Um <laughs> Welcome to big Jared Waite. Hey. Yeah, the big boy. For the clash with Seymour. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was it was a <coughs> exciting exciting Saturday afternoon for them. Um, over at the showgrounds. Over at the showgrounds, yeah. How'd, how'd he go? Showgrounds. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, really, really awesome. It was great, great to see him play um, in person. Uh, There's a lot of talk over the last few weeks, but yeah. Um, and he got stuck into it early. Two two quick goals. Um, just not, not like... Hasn't he, lost it. That's it, yeah. 39 years old, still... Still flying and still, yeah, clunking them. Um, but, yeah, no, he slotted too early. Um, Saints are in the lead. Um, but, yeah, no, Seymour too strong in the end there. But, yeah, no, I spoke to him after the game. Really, really lovely dude. And, um, yeah, just a yeah, just a nice guy overall. <laughs> nice guy, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get great. him on the pod. Yeah, yeah that'd be <laughs> great. Absolutely. Do you reckon he'll get around us on the pod? Oh, I think it's definitely possible, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll workshop Watch that one. Space, yeah. <laughs> Watch, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Speaking of so getting people on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of getting people on the pod, uh, Wayne Hamilton. Daniel, tell us a little bit about Wayne. You spoke to him and we'll be yeah, listening to his um, story a little bit later on. I did. I, I caught up with Wayne uh, over the phone and yeah, it's his 600th uh, GVUFA game on the weekend. Hopefully I got that yeah. acronym right. Um, Golden Valley Football Umpires, Umpires Association. Association. That's, um, I, yeah. I got it wrong, but you know, we, we move. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I caught up with Wayne. It's his 600th game wow. uh, umpiring on the weekend. Jeez. I think it's his 300th GVL game. Um, he's he's um, umpired like five GVL grand finals. I think maybe five Murray's, Murray League grand finals, four KDL grand finals. Um, and he's recently made the transition from sort of central umpire to, to goal umpire as well. So it's a pretty significant number, um, 600, which yeah. is, you know... It's a long time, yeah. it's a lot of years. Well, yeah, well, yeah, seeing as that no one actually asked me once again what oh. caught my eye, I um, I noticed that an umpire down in the Western Region Footy League, I think it was, um, yeah, is lining up for his 1,600th oh. or 800. I think it was 1,800. Was yeah. it 18? Yeah, 1,800 1, appearance as an umpire. That's that a lot of weekends. You must <laughs> really just love it, don't you? No. That <laughs> That's a lot of weekends, a lot of matches of football, yeah. and a lot of. No doubt, abuse. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> a lot of trash talk. <laughs> he, he must really, yeah. <laughs> You'd have to have a thick skin. Oh, like, yeah. Just wash over you. Yeah. Yeah. No. He must really love just bossing people around. Yeah. 1,800 games. Oh, and then Mate, what is it with you and umpires? <laughs> I swear, that's, umpires like the, boss that's like the fourth around. time you've had a dig at an umpire. Uh, I've watched you watch a crumb game, and, mate, you go absolutely ballistic. They're oh, out there volunteering, to, just trying to do the best that they're yeah, trying to do. Anyway. <laughs> So Wayne Hamilton, later on in the podcast, uh, make sure you stick around for that chat. Uh, Alrighty, let's dive into a bit of GVL data. GVL data is proudly brought to you by the Moama Bowling Club. Get on down to the region's premier sports and entertainment destination. Yes, uh, GBL data for the second week in a row now. Uh, it's going to be a bit of a weekly segment. Um, yeah, which is for those uh, tuning in for the first time and unsure what GBL data is, um, McPherson Media Group has just launched uh, in the last couple of weeks um, GBL data, which is, yeah, all the statistics from the weekend's football matches, uh, senior football matches. So, um, yeah, we're just... All four of us have working hard. Yeah, yeah, working away at it. We it's are working really hard. Good, yeah. It? yeah, crunch the numbers. Um, no, it's been good. It's we're hearing some good feedback, so mm. uh, that's what we like to hear. We, you know, so uh, yeah, I think you said we got we, we got a shout out on, on Big Footy. It's always always good. Yeah, we've got a shout out on Big Footy, but um, so even just dream. people. Yeah, <laughs> I think that might have been me on my burner account. <laughs> 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 no, nah, we um, even people um, apparently just out at the footy. Um, yeah, I've been saying some... Not to me, I'm just hearing feedback, but yeah, so... No, it is a good new segment, mate. Um, and Zach's got a, uh, a stat line he wants to share with us, I think. Yes, I do. Um, yeah, I was uh, working away um, on Monday and yeah, I got pretty, uh, I got pretty <laughs> into the stats. I'm yeah. <laughs> glad you're working. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I might not have been, but no, it was, um, I, got, uh, I, got, I got pretty deep into it on Monday, actually. Um, I was having a look at Seymour, obviously, with the Lions that won their last six games after starting one and five. And, you know, people might think, oh, the only reason they've come good is because they've, uh, they've, they've got their players back, which, you know, granted, 
it's a pretty big thing. But at JVL data, we thought, no, nah, we're, we're not just copping that as a uh, as as the excuse. We'll uh, we'll dive a little bit deeper. So have a look at the numbers, and it was the marks that really stood out to me. So we listen to this uh, in their lo- in their losses. So they lost every game between rounds two and rounds six, I believe. Um, they averaged just eighty two point two marks a game. In their wins, they average one hundred and eleven point one. Wow. So Jeez. it's pretty clear that when Seymour can get their sort of uh, you know kick mark game going and you control the tempo, that's uh, how they like to play. They're you know set their second in overall marks, first in uncontested in uncontested marks. So you can see the way that Ben Davies got his team trying to play. So yeah, how long does that take you to, to find? Mate, that's <laughs> what, mate, I was sitting there with the calculator. Yeah. I was mate, I got yeah. I, I got I got pretty deep into it, but no, it was good and it sort of shows the power of GBL data, I guess. But yeah, being able to yeah just you know, uncover that. Well, it's pretty interesting, but yeah. So if you want to see across the lines play, expect to see a bit of a kick mark kind of style. No, that was um, it was really good that one, Zach. Um, Daniel. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna talk about Max Closey. Um, yep. Bushy's player. Yep. Um, yeah, Bushy's player. Chef Swans, young gun. Yeah, and um, obviously his side, uh, the Swans, went down to a chuka by, by a considerable margin. I think 68 points um, on Saturday afternoon. But his game stood out to me um, for his rebound 50s which I didn't know what a rebound 50 was until I spoke with Aiden and, and sort of worked out what it was and, and what it meant for the game. Um, You're learning, mate. It's, I'm, uh, it's good. I'm learning. <laughs> and um, I learned that Max Closey was very good at them on the weekend. Um, <laughs> 12 of them, no doubt. Um, yeah, 12. Is, that's Which is, that's you know, it's a pretty big number. And I think only a couple of other blokes in the GVL this season have beaten that. I think Ted Linden... Yeah, Ted loves a rebound 50. He I seems think. to froth a rebound 50. Um, but yeah, Max's game, he, he got 28 disposals, um, 10 contested possessions and six ground ball gets. But his his 12 rebound 50s were what stood out to me, um, which is more than he's done in his two other GVL games and his uh, NAB League Bushies games as well. So yeah. I thought that, that stood out to me. Yeah, yeah just, just on the rebound 50s, I'm just checking out the player stats um, in today's in Wednesday's paper, uh, Shep News. Um, how about Blake Evans from Rochi? He's 16. Mm. Jesus, Big he's getting number. a lot of ball in the back line. Mate, let's just live down there against... Did you notice, Blake? You were out there at Marutna, weren't you, on the weekend? Uh, uh, to be honest, I can't say I did. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, he was obviously uh, there. Bad luck, bad luck Blake. <laughs> <laughs> he was obviously out there um, working hard, but Marupna, um they were just out here just doing Marupna things and kicking snags. So Chrissy Neal down there <laughs> I was doing more a good focused job. on that and, and the canteen than I was um, oh, analysing the game, to be honest. Absolutely. No, I was going to say, though, on Max, uh, he wasn't the only uh, Murray Bush Ranger to have a big big impact in the uh, JVL, obviously, with the Bushies having a, a week off. Uh, Nick Quigg for Seymour um, mm-hmm. had a fantastic game um, as well over there at Benalla. Um, I think, yeah, had, had 29 touches, which is the ball in the middle. When he went and kicked a goal. So he has a couple of um, Murray Bush Ranger boys maybe sending a message to the big country selectors being like, maybe you left us out so, and you shouldn't have. So, yeah, it was good. interesting. It's good to see that those young boys you know, take the senior footy, I guess. Yeah, Billy Cooper, 12 rebound 50s as well. Um, I've actually just picked up a, <laughs> a bit of a bit of an error in today's ship news, actually. Oh, yeah? Oh, oh yeah. the graphic uh, with the stats. Um, over, people over in creative have just... Got their Shep Bears and your your old Magpies mixed up. So that's oh. <laughs> what we'd like to see. Uh, we've right. got actually no, sorry, we've got two sets of yeah, right. 
Bit of a spot in the difference right. for those yeah. at home. We're only in the, uh, we're only in the uh, early stages, so pl- plenty of time to iron out the kinks, Working I suppose. Kinks, yeah. James, was there any uh, JBL data stats that, oh. uh, that stood out to you? Mate, well, yeah, just keeping on the old Seymour, simple. Um, but, yeah, it was for me, it was Josh Marchbank again. Um, yeah, just... Yeah, that guy was, is a, yeah, a machine, just isn't a he? a monster, yeah. I think it was, yeah, 50 hit-outs this week, Aiden, if I'm correct. I know... Talking about it early in the week, but yeah. I oh, look, um, mate. I've got the stats right here. Yeah. Uh, who are we looking for? It's Watch. it's crazy how Benella has those those few players. That yeah, fifty one every week. Exactly like if right. they had a couple more, they could really be. Yeah, Bit I guess pushing yeah, pushing the exactly six. Right. Yeah, the core um, players. It was a huge weekend for Ruckman, by the way. Mm. Uh, yeah, you had Marchbank with fifty one, and then Tom McDonough from Mansfield with fifty. It's the last time you had two Ruckman uh, posting up fifty. 50 yeah, each. Look, yeah, it's not bad. Big, big boys. Jeez. And any uh, any stats line that caught your eye on the weekend? Oh, mate, for me it was just pressure, pressure, pressure uh, in the at the weekend uh, at Shep Swans and Achuca. It was yeah, Swannies up against the ladder leaders, and the Swans uh, just gave us a bit of a, a glimpse into what you needed to do to try and you know combat the the Mo Bombers. And yeah, their first quarter was um, yeah pretty extraordinary. They, they had twenty five tackles to Achuca's thirteen. Um, they had more disposals than them, so it goes to show that they were, you know, even when they didn't have uh, possession of the footy, they were tackling hard and they had plenty of it. Um, they beat them in contested possessions as well, 43 to 35. Um, and then, yeah, handball receives 46 to 32, so they were able to get a bit of a run on uh, over the Murray Bombers. And, yeah, and, and that is what stood out to me. It was just a shame that the Swannies uh, didn't kick straight. They kicked. Uh, seven points before they kicked the goal in the first quarter. So mm. imagine Roxy, if they Roxy had did a, the same thing at Marupna. Yeah. So if um, yeah, if the poor uh, Swan young Swans there had got uh, yeah the kicking boots on, they would have different been, story. Yeah, it could have been a different story. They you know might have got a real big jump on on the Murray Bombers um, instead of yeah Achuka went in the quarter time with a couple of goal lead. Um, and then yes, yeah, similar story uh, over at Deakin just up the road uh, at Deakin Reserve between the Bears and Yaroa. And, um, yeah, it was the first half. The Bears just yeah, really brought the pressure to the Maggies. Um, I think they laid 41 that tackles. A big number for 41, footy. Yeah, 41 tackles to 19. Um, yeah. Like, they didn't get a lot of the ball looking at the, like the game uh, stats. Uh, yeah, Yaroa had 370 to 280 disposals, so, yeah, they just owned possession um, and, yeah, led in contested possessions. Um, grand ball gets as well. Um, their scores, uh, sorry, the inside 50 count was 57 to 31, but Euroa only um, had a, you know, a 40% scoring from inside 50, which is one of their second, I think, yeah, second lowest for the season, so. Interesting, yeah. Um, well, pre- yeah, yeah they had the pressure lo- was there, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and they had their lowest, in the second quarter was their lowest, um, yeah, scoring from inside 50 counts was 17%. So There you go. So plenty um, for Teddy Linden and the Bears boys to, mm. you know, to, to build on there. Obviously, uh, your roles, as we had, you know, they've been probably the fallen side of the comp outside of Chuga. So, yeah, to see him uh, put in a good performance like that, obviously with the pressure, it's yeah, good to see. You, you, you don't need talent to put pressure on, as that's they say. So, yeah, good so to see. Yeah, that's it, mate. Um, but, yeah, no, good to get these um, stats. It, it's, yeah... Changing the game is what Tyler would like to 
uh, to call it. So that it's been good fun. Um, easy. I reckon no more. Nothing else. I reckon from that's pretty much. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I have for this week. Um, obviously, yeah, Chris Neal kicked his eight, but yeah, other than that, I think that, yeah, everything else has uh, been covered, which is good. Cool. Easy. Alrighty. Uh, well, time for the weekly lunchtime league legend, Zach. Tell us, what is the Weekly Lunchtime League legend for those that may well, not know? the Weekly Lunchtime League legend is the best segment on the show. It um, it is Apart so from being the best segment on the show, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> I was leading into that. So we uh, every week we uh, troll through the, uh, through, through the results of the, uh, the reserves, whether it's the GVL, the KDL, the PDL, the Murray Footy League, soccer we've, we've, we've delved into. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you know, we'll be looking at some other sports later as well, maybe you know, some rugby union or something like that. Oh. But... Yeah, so we are the Bulls. Um, yeah, so we uh, we have a look. Um, and yeah, we, we pick out the, the, the best performer um, from each week in the reserves. So yeah, after a um, after a big uh, yeah, big exercise in in research, Daniel, uh, can you reveal who our weekly weekly lunchtime league legend is, man? I can. It's uh, Luke Edwards from Achuca. He booted thirteen goals. We've got written 13. down here. Hutto. Hutto. Thirteen Hutto, goals. Th- that was a nice Hutto uh, impression there, man. Yeah. <laughs> Might not be over yet. Five seconds to go. He's out of bounds. Thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> Can you believe it? He's kicked thirteen on the siren. Yeah, Lukey. That's uh, that's, that's for you, man. <laughs> Those are the scenes that are uh, at the weekend. <laughs> Uh, that is an unreal uh, goal-scoring feat. I mean, we were talking about Chris Neal's eight, mm. 13 goals. It's just built different. And yeah, Absolutely. It's, uh, it's, it's worthy of a lunchtime league legend award yeah. if I've uh, Jeez, if I ever good seen feeling one. to kick 13. Like, good feeling to kick one. <laughs> yeah, look, <laughs> that too. But yeah, 13, it's a, um, it's about good efforts. So, Loki, um, Congrats, if, you, if you're listening, congratulations. And yeah, I think, yeah, we're building to, yeah, you know, get it. Get a, get get the winner uh, eventually in yeah. the studio maybe um you know something that we'll build towards towards the end of the season yeah, so a bit of a prize on the line he's in the running exactly we're getting the the trophy made up as we speak so should be interesting stuff now is the time for Daniel's chat with Wayne Hamilton um yeah Daniel you you mentioned it at, at the top of the podcast but um, six hundred games uh umpired from from Wayne. Uh, yeah, so this weekend will be 600th. Um, yeah, he's going to be in the goals down at uh, Yarrowa versus Chuka. Um, so top of the table clash, the the game that everyone wants to be at, I suppose. And he's going to be in the goal umpire down there. So game number 600, and, and I had a chat to him. Beautiful, mate. Look, we'll play that on the other side of the halftime break. That's halftime. You're listening to The Rundown with the Midday Warriors. If you've got a story idea or a lunchtime league legend you want us to know about, hit us up at sport at shepnews.com.au or message us on social media. Let's get back to the action. Um, yeah, well, I guess we'll, we'll start um, at the obvious. Um, 600 games um, coming up this weekend, um, 300 GVL senior games and 600 with the GVFUA. Um, yeah, yep. sort of what's it like to, to achieve that milestone? Oh, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's been a long time coming. I started back in 1993. So, yeah, um, the last couple of years we've uh, we've had uh, not uh, too many games done. But, yeah, no, it's really good and rewarding to do that sort of milestone. So, that's good. Yeah, and I noticed you were doing the, the goal umpiring 
um, for your your roller and a chica on the weekend. Have you always been a goal umpire, or were you a field umpire at some point as well? Uh, no, I was a field umpire uh, before this. I've probably done about twenty five goals and oh, both five hundred and seventy five centrals. Yeah, there you go. Senior centrals. So that was a sort of a this a this year move. Uh last year. Last year. Yeah, I I had a had a had two knee operations. I come back from the first one, then I had another one, and yeah, it hasn't come up. Oh, it's not bad, but it's not a hundred percent. So, um, yeah, and I'm just uh, I'm going to blame everything on COVID. I put too much weight <laughs> on, and getting a bit too lazy to do the training that I needed as well. So, yeah, no, exactly. It's uh, it's it's hit us all in different ways. <laughs> um, yep. But yeah, obviously, um, yeah. What's what's sort of I guess kept you kept you coming back obviously with the knee operations and that as well you you still got back out in the field what's kept you coming back after after all these years oh uh, look it's just people being around people um yeah it's pretty good sort of bunch of people down at the umpires um oh, scary bit is i've probably been through two generations of them now so <laughs> um but yeah just keep coming back trying to keep a bit of fitness as well like i'd like you never say never i'd like to try and get back to central one again but yeah, I think it'd have to be some miracle drugs come along to be quite honest to get me going. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm just I got an email from um, from Andrew Moore. Um, yeah, yep. and he sort of um, ran us through a few of your stats: um, five GVL Grand Finals, five Murray League Grand Finals, four KDL. Um, you were awarded the the highest honor, the Ian Coates Award, um, in 2001, the GVFUA yep. highest honor, um, and elected as a life member in 2008 to the GVFUA, um, and you're on the board as well. Yeah, sort of what's it like looking back at that, um, yeah, ahead of your 600th game? Oh, look, yeah, no, it's good, good achievements. Yeah, I'm sort of quite proud of what I've done. I'm, uh, I sort of, I'll be quite honest, I'll probably just umpire now to, um, just to, to keep involved in the sport. And and the thing was, we were a bit short of goal umpires. We were even short this week. So if, um, if anyone wants to... Uh, be a goal umpire for a week. They can ring um, Andrew Moore, and he'll be quite willing to put you in a game somewhere. So, um, and I sort of thought over the years we've had quite a number of our older legends. They they gave up central umpiring, and and that was it. And we sort of we struggled for a while for goal umpires, and we're still struggling now. But I sort of thought, ah, oh, I'm going to take it up, and hopefully, you know, when some of the other central umpires that retire take up goal umpire and it sort of just helps us out a lot yeah well it's no easy gig being an umpire obviously yeah you've got the got the players who are, are going to give you a bit of stick and and the fans as well who are over the other side of the fence are, are going to let you know if you make a decision they thought was wrong um so yeah it's certainly not an easy easy thing but as you said obviously um the, the friends and stuff you make from it and just being involved in the game is obviously a big yeah. positive um yeah, and I guess sort of uh, on that, sort of, do you have any highlights from your career? Anyone on the field that you think has has stood out as a player that you've really enjoyed sort of watching up close or um, any, oh, anything else uh, like yeah, that? I, yeah, well, it was probably, it's probably Robbie Miller uh, from Rochester. He was um, he was a very good footballer um, to watch and umpire. And then you had the other, there was a couple of Rochester blokes as well. It was Toot Morgan. And then yeah, and then then there was a bloke who basically come straight out of AFL, Craig Scholl, and went to a Chuka, and I, I think they might have won two flags, and he might have won two Morrison medals. 
medal. I know, oh, well. I, mean, I know he let, he won one, but he was um, yeah, he just come straight off the list. And he was a very very good um, footballer. And then you got your blokes like your Stephen Nash, who played for Shepparton. Um, yeah, so there's some yeah, some really good footballers over the years that I that I've seen. So I'm probably I'm probably going to be a little bit hard to remember them all and forget some of the ones that you do forget. But yeah, they. They, um, there's some of the ones that have stood out so far in yeah. my time that I've been running around. Yeah, and I guess sort of um, you would have seen a lot of young players come through as well in that time. You would have, as you said before, a couple of generations um, you would have seen coming through. Is there anyone sort of any of the newer crop of players, your you, you Joshua Shelleys and the like that you've seen come through and, um, yeah, really enjoyed watching? It didn't get to... Because basically the Bush Rangers sort of come along now, so you don't sort of get... To see them quite as much as what you did in the past, but um, you know, like um, it was. A, I think there was a. We've had, to be quite honest, over the years, we've had some um, really good uh, sportsmen that basically took up boundary umpire and then became elite sportsmen. And one was uh, Shannon Burns from Geelong. He yeah. uh, he was a boundary umpire with us at one stage, and then went to Geelong and played for Geelong. And uh, now, God, I can't think of his first name, but his last name's Elliot, and he was a test cricketer. Oh, you're hmm. testing me here as well. <laughs> yeah, no, he played test cricket. And he, uh, well, he, was, he basically went for a catch, and, and him and um, one of the War Brothers collided, and they hurt their knee. And I think he was out of yeah. So he's he's from Kyabram, the Elliot. I can't think of his not first name now, just off the top of my head. But yeah, he boundary umpired with the association as well. So. And then, um, you know, we've had, you know, someone like um, Matthew Leppo, who boundary umpired, took up central umpire and then umpired AFL. So, yeah, so we've had a few blokes that have started in the boundary and gone in different directions over the countryside. So, Yeah, and, and that's always, uh, yeah, obviously something you love to see, sort of people progressing through. Um, yep. Yeah, and I think, yeah, Yeroa Achuka on the weekend. Uh, what are your thoughts on the... On the JVL this season, um, yeah, obviously a couple of teams really up and about in um, Euroa and Echuca. Um, yeah, do you have any thoughts on on how the league's going this year? And um, yeah, obviously the top of the table clash. Are you excited for that one? Oh yeah, I didn't realise. I, I I sort of I had a look. I knew I was probably going to be doing a, a JVL somewhere. So yeah, so um, that's good to to be doing that game. Um, look, they both. I'm that. I'll be quite honest. I haven't had Euroa this year, but I've had a Chuka and every time I've had a Chuka they've impressed pressed very, very much. So it's gonna be good to see both sides of the coin now. So um yeah, I think it'll be a hot clash here. Hopefully everyone's back. I'm not sure if um if the I think Ben Reed was out at the start. I'm not sure if he's back yet or how long before he's back, but um it'd be nice to see everyone back in at full strength and see how hard they go. So yeah, no, it's been pretty pretty good Accomplish year, you know, like the, the top teams are really good, but sometimes the bottom teams are, are struggling. But that's the same with, I think, every league, to be quite honest. Yeah, no, yeah, the, you definitely see that divide this year with the with the teams that are really up and about and the and the teams that aren't. But um, yeah, hopefully those teams that are sort of down on the lower rungs can really uh yeah lift in the in the coming years and really yeah rebuild. Um, yep. But yeah, I think before I let you go, um, is there anything else you wanted to mention? Any any stories or anything like that that uh, that have sprung to your mind over our conversation that you are, think are worth mentioning in the yarn or on the pod? 
Uh, no, nah, look, yeah, well, I'm sort of eager to I, I, I took up umpiring because I got a, a family of umpires. So, um, um, yeah, so I've got a father who's he's passed away now, but he did probably a thousand games. My oldest brother, he did a thousand retired. Uh, another brother who basically still umpires now over in Bendigo, but goal umpires now, and he's he's 60 this year, so he's um, he'd have probably close to seven or eight hundred games. And his um, son umpires down in the amateurs, so he'd probably have a, a couple of hundred games. And the oldest brother had a son as well that umpired down in Geelong, but he ran a he ran a marathon this year, so he was uh, concentrating on his fitness on that. So he didn't hasn't umpired this year, but hopefully he gets back into it again next year down in Geelong. So yeah, so I'm I'm about probably. Well, after Saturday, I'm probably going to be about six games away from doing 900, and that's all my games from where I originally come from, and the games here and everything, because I've sort of I've kept a tally of that. Um, plus, with Len Port uh, doing the uh, the stats and everything, so if we didn't have him, we wouldn't wouldn't even be having this conversation, to be quite honest. So, yes, yeah. yeah, so I'd like to I'd like to get a thousand games if. But that might take me another five or six years to get there, oh, and then we'll see how we go from there. I reckon you can do it. You've uh, you've been going for this long. What's what's stopping you from going a few more? You know. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it's a bit easier on the body to go on pyron, but yeah, no, <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, I'll probably, oh, yeah, I'm hoping. But there's blokes in our association that if they kept on umpiring, they'll they'll make uh, my games look like there's not many to beat. Quite honestly, <laughs> someone like Andrew Moore and Jared Montgomery that are probably. Well, I wouldn't say they're 40 yet. I reckon they might be 38, 39, and they've probably coming up to 400 senior games themselves this year. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they've got, they got 20 years left in them at, uh, at Central because they, they weigh they weigh, they weigh nothing. They're, <laughs> I reckon they've lost weight over the year, to be quite honest. When I first <laughs> met them, they're 15-, 16-year-olds, and now they're probably lost weight. So that's how... How much has gone with them, but I've gone the opposite. So, <laughs> um, yeah. And where were you before? Um, you mentioned you um, this I, was going to be your 900th. Where were you before? I, I started umpiring down in the Western District. Yeah, so yeah. down in a pretty hard, pretty easy to remember because uh, I, I started down in uh, in Hamilton. So yeah, yeah. So in the Western District with the Western Border Western District Umpires Association. Yeah, so okay. yeah, and I went there for. About eight years, I did uh, there 210 games up all there down there. That was like, but uh, I only just started umpiring when I was 15, so it took me probably three or four years to get a senior game. So, and then I was sort of in and out of seniors until I until I sort of established myself probably in my seventh and eighth year. So, yeah, so Wayne Hamilton in Hamilton. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, don't worry, my family. Yeah, my mum and dad, um, they sold their farm. They were out in a little farming and they moved into into Hamilton. They didn't realise the address, but it was uh, <laughs> it was Mr and Mrs Hamilton of uh, 63 Hamilton Place, Hamilton, just off the Hamilton Highway. So, <laughs> so. You couldn't write the script. You couldn't, you couldn't no. write about that. <laughs> no, no. Oh, well, I think I rang up um, Telstra on the way home to, to say that I was uh, going to be about three hours before I got home and spoke to someone at Telstra and they basically said, uh, you're taking the mickey out of him, mate. <laughs> and when I gave him the address and you no, know, suddenly he said, oh, sorry, sir, here's the number. So, yeah. 
There you go. <laughs> yep. that's, that's what you like to see. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah, well, I think you've answered all my questions there, um, Wayne. Yep. Um, so thank you very much for your time. It's it's much appreciated. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll cool. let you back to your afternoon, but yeah, appreciate okay. the chat, Wayne. And um, yeah, talk okay. again soon. Good, good to chat with old Wayne. Um, as you can tell by that chat, he's a, he's a pretty good bloke. So, um, yeah, good to catch up with him and, and a true legend of the of the GV. No, it was a, a ripper chat there, Daniel. Thanks for that, mate. Um, and yeah, best of luck to uh for Wayne uh, for this weekend. Uh, hopefully, yeah, it's a, a good one for you, mate. Mm-hmm. In in between the in in between the goals. Okay. Um, all right, boys. <laughs> this has been a bit of a shambles this podcast, but. Oh, we're just going to have to wrap it up, I reckon. Daniel, are you okay? I'm okay, mate. I'm <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe you should compose yourself. I'm all good, boys. Uh, it's been a great episode. So <laughs> it does. Thanks I reckon we just got to shout out the, the JV Suns, uh, James. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to. I mean, okay. No, nah, we'll shout <laughs> out the Suns. One all draw shout with Belen. Shout out the Gators. Yes. They had a good win. Um, this weekend, uh, we've got the International Shepherd and Squash Championship. Uh, so... If you're out and about not doing anything, make sure you get down to the Shepherd and Squash, oh, sorry, the GV Squash and Racquetball Club. Uh, get around to that. Uh, also, um, a shout out to Keely, Keely Skipper. Skipper. And yeah, she's, Car- yeah, she's Carlton bound. We've got Cassidy Mailer going to North yep. Melbourne. Cassidy Mailer. Yep. Um, Sophia McCarthy as Sophia well. McCarthy. She's going to North Melbourne too. Georgia Gold from Urola going to Melbourne. So, yeah. And also a shout out to Brad Orr and Olivia Cartwright for their success with the. Uh, Victorian Bowls team, obviously very good to see nice. people representing the state from our region. So yeah, great stuff. No, very well said there, mate. I right, like it. All right, let's just wrap up and get out and <laughs> finish writing this paper. James, Daniel, Zach, thanks for tuning in. Thanks, boys. Thanks. It's been a, it's, 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 it's been a journey, but we got there in the end. We got there. Thanks for sticking with us. If you're still listening. <laughs> For those that are tuned in and, and sat through that, uh, well done. Yeah, hats off to you, uh, Daniel. You can get out now and finish <laughs> laughing, mate. Uh, how's that sound? <laughs> all right, we'll tune. You've been tuning into the Rundown podcast with the Midday Warriors. We'll catch you all for next week's episode. If you've got a story idea or a lunchtime league legend you want us to know about. Hit us up at sport at shepnews.com.au or message us on social media.